Hello and welcome back to the UEA Wellbeing Podcast. My name is Rich and I'm one of the wellbeing trainers here at UEA. Uh, if this is your first time listening to our podcast, welcome. Each episode we like to have discussions with lots of people from around the UEA community focusing on different themes each month as well as the occasional bonus episode too. This month, our focus is on the theme of connection, um, looking at the benefits of interacting with others on our well-being. Um, and to discuss that with to discuss that with us today, I'm joined by Evie, uh, the SU's activities and opportunities offer. Uh, Evie, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Rich. Thank you for having me. No, you're very, very welcome. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about your role before we start. Yeah, sure. So the Activities and Opportunities Officer is basically, in a nutshell, I oversee clubs and societies at the SU um, and also like volunteering and employment opportunities throughout university. Um, so, yeah, lots of interaction with students and it's fabulous. I love it. Amazing. Amazing. What, what kind of things have you been up to already so far this year? So, so far we've, we're nearly at the end of our welcome period, so it's been a whirlwind of events on currently. So we had our Sports and Societies Fair last week, um, as well as lots of Do Something Different events, um, lots of outreach and widening participation events, um, lots of stuff going on in the Dome. Honestly, you name it, we probably had it. Um, we had, we've got yoga, we had craft, we had plant sales, yeah, hundreds, hundreds of stuff. Love it, love it, all sorts. Well, I'm sure you can tell us more about all of that um, a little bit later. Well, thank you for joining us. And today we're going to talk all about uh, the importance of connecting with the people around us, different ways we can do that. And hopefully you can tell us a little bit more about all the wonderful things that are going on around um, UEA. Um, but before we kind of get into it, we like to start with something called It's the Little Things. Um, so we like to ask our guests each episode for their little wins from the last week. And we're looking for those small things that often make a big difference. So uh, Evie, what's your little win for this week? I couldn't decide on one, so I'm going to cheat and give two, if that's OK. No, absolutely um, fine. Yeah, awesome. So I think the first one will just be having people back on campus. The buzz of having students around is just amazing. Like I started the job in July um, and it's been great, but there's not been that many students around on campus. Um, so having people around is just amazing. So that's just really, really lovely. Um, and the second one is at the Society's Fair, I had someone come up to me, um, had a fresher come up to me and asked me how to become an officer like myself. And that was just like, oh, that was really nice. Like they'd actually acknowledged like who I was and what I do. And I like sat down with them and had a little chat about like the election process and like what my day to day is like. Um, so that was that felt really rewarding. That was really lovely. Oh, nice. Uh, inspiration already. Uh, and yeah, I, to <laughs> I totally agree with that. You know, um, that buzz around campus at the moment, it really is nice. And I think you go from that summer of when everywhere's very quiet and suddenly it's just transformed when everyone comes back. So, yeah, it's been really, really nice, hasn't it? Um, OK, so let's kind of let's kind of get into it. Um, like I said, we're talking all about why it's so important to get involved with all the kind of social activities that are about on campus, making the most of all the opportunities that the kind of university brings um, and really digging into how or the positive effect that that can have on our wellbeing, I guess. Um, so to kind of start us off, can you tell us a little bit about um, your experience as a student, Evie, um, 
how did you find maybe starting university? Yeah, sure. So for a bit of background context, I graduated in June with a BA in education. Um, I actually wanted to come to UEA to study psychology, but I didn't get the grades, unfortunately. But I knew I wanted to go to UEA, didn't want to go anywhere else. So I took the leap and absolutely loved my degree. It took me to places that I never thought I'd be able to go to. So it was definitely the right choice for me. Um, being In terms of like being an actual student, um, UEA was the perfect choice for me. I loved it because it's a campus uni but you're so close to town in that sense so like you are in your own little bubble in first year but equally if you want to venture out you can and my housemates were my world in first year I lived with some of my housemates for second and third year as well and some of them are actually still living in Norwich this year so I'll be still like around them for four years in total which is amazing um I joined water polo in my first year uh, at UEA and ended up being the president in my final year and it was probably the best decision that I ever made. I'd highly recommend to anyone to join a club because it just widens your friendship group a little bit, makes that community a little bit bigger. Um, so yeah, that was definitely one of the best decisions I ever made at uni. Awesome. No, that's really nice. And thank you for sharing that. I like, um, you know, it's really nice, isn't it, when we're able to kind of find our tribe when we come to university, especially if that kind of clicks quite quickly. Um, and it's nice that, you know, like you said, you've still got that little group uh, like throughout your time and, and kind of beyond that is really nice. I often think some of the some of the friends we make at university, some of the most important ones we make uh, in our lives. And I think even even for me, kind of 10 years later, um, that's that's still definitely the case. Um, yeah, really interesting to hear about that kind of water polo experience as well. What what kind of other things was there? You know, was there any other kind of societies or groups or what other things were you kind of taking part in especially think back to your first year maybe so I wasn't technically part of a society in first year I went to like a lot of the taster sessions like I went along to the society's fair and went to like quite a few of like the sessions that they offer um but I didn't stick with any of them um because I really like loved my sport and focused on water polo um but I also made like quite a tight-knit friendship group with my course um so then I had like the people I was living with my water polo friendship group and my course so you've got like three separate groups of people that don't necessarily interact in the same way which I found as like a positive because then you've got three different groups of people you can go to for things um which was really beneficial for me as well to like differentiate who you're spending your time with and like not have the same I'm going to use echo chambers to like say that you're spending your time with like different seeing different people's points of view and things like that yeah I think that's a really really great point and again I think one of the things I found one of the most exciting things probably about going to university and moving away from home was that opportunity to meet so many different people much more kind of diverse range of people from all different places all these different ideas like you say all these different groups of people um and yeah that's definitely one of my favorite things about being at university um i guess for everyone it's not necessarily that easy at the start is it i think if i think back to um when when i was in my first year i was probably very similar to you totally motivated by sport um i don't i don't ever remember engaging in any kind of societies really i you know comparing to 
when we were in the society's fair here the other week like i was thinking well there's so much on offer I, I honestly can't remember how much that was kind of available for me at uni but i definitely didn't i was not kind of proactive in engaging any of that i was just totally focused on on sport athletics and football and that was that was it that was all that was all i really worried about probably more of my studies to be honest um that was all that i was focused on um but I think for for lots of students, I think especially at the start of the year, that can be quite tricky to navigate, can't it? Um, if you were speaking to any students that are maybe struggling with that start of the year, maybe they're feeling a little bit lonely, a little bit homesick at the start of the year, what kind of advice would you give to them? Yeah, of course, definitely. There's, It's not the same for everyone. And the first thing I would just say to for anyone that's listening or to anyone that's been through it is like, it's okay you're and you're definitely not going to be alone in that like I've said that I was you know I come across as maybe quite a confident person and that I've dived into my sport but there are definitely moments in my first year where I felt homesick and I was just like actually maybe uni's not for me like I think everyone has a bit of a whirlwind in first year so talking to your flatmates or talking to whoever you feel comfortable to is definitely something if you feel if you feel able to I would definitely recommend it just letting people know that you're feeling a bit rough that day is is, is okay we, we all have days like that and it's completely fine um something as well that we have at the students union at UEA is a our buddy SU scheme we pair first years up with second or third years that have a similar interest or hobby so it could be that they're in the same club or they're on the same course as you or something like that um and it's different to an advisor or one of your flatmates in that sense they you can i don't want to say use but you could you can go to them as much or as little as you want it can just be a question or you can meet them for a coffee or they can go for a walk um and it's sort of like someone to guide you they can be your friend so if anyone wants to refer themselves to that service please do you can also volunteer to be a buddy for someone else in your second and third year as well which is a really really rewarding thing to do um but yeah th there's definitely no harm in feeling homesick we all we all feel it at some point in second and third year as well as first so don't worry about it yeah i can i couldn't agree more um and i love the shout out for, for buddy su as well we self promo. yeah no no we absolutely <laughs> love the work that, that those guys do um really really amazing program and yeah i'd really just echo kind of that sentiment there of of getting involved with those guys because they are really really great but i think it can help can't it to have that kind of perspective that someone's a year or two further along that kind of journey because like you say it is so common for for probably everyone to to have those kinds of prangs of loneliness every now and again um i feel like there's lots of kind of embarrassment isn't there around yeah, feeling and there lonely be. Or, or feeling homesick and you're right there shouldn't be because it's so normal and i think even sometimes when you know loneliness isn't just about literally being on your own is it we can sometimes be surrounded by people all the time and still feel lonely because we may be lacking that kind of meaningful connection to the people around us so even if you know you're thinking oh there's you know i'm, I'm always going out or you know i'm, I'm taking part in sport or I'm, you know got all these people in my flat or whatever but it might even just be i'm just struggling to kind of click or you know like we said find my tribe like that's okay too and like you say, sometimes it works out great, doesn't it? And, and, and sometimes it, it doesn't. And it really is just about kind of working through that, talking about it, like you say, I think is a really important step for, for combating that. And yeah, hopefully completely. just just finding out, you know, trying different things and finding those groups like you spoke about earlier, um, that what's the place that kind of suits you? Um, kind of building on that a little bit, how do you think kind of joining any of the um, 
societies or sports clubs can kind of help with with that kind of connection and, and finding those kind of maybe similarly minded or finding those new people that we can really kind of connect with? Yeah, I think it's just the interaction with other people. I think it's just no matter if you click with one person in that group that you're going along to or 20 people, you know, it doesn't matter if you spend five minutes chatting to someone or two hours, you know, running on the athletics track with someone and having a great time. Like no matter how beneficial it is in that time, if it's beneficial to you, then it's beneficial. I've said beneficial way too many times in that sentence, but you know, it's true. Like it, it doesn't matter. It, it's the connection. It's building that sense of belonging with those people. It's building that connection. It's just having that space where you can be like, oh, actually I'm going to go and chat to these people at this society taster or this club session or it could just be actually who wants to go to the bar from you know a, a session you went to last week it doesn't have to be at that club or society session itself but it could be you know the relationships you make from those spaces are really really beneficial in the future because you know you're going to need them at some point and it means then you can be there for other people it's just yeah the interaction and the connection I think is is key yeah absolutely and it's just it's just those opportunities isn't it it's just giving you more opportunities to meet more different people and you know you're not going to necessarily get on super well with everyone or you're not necessarily going to click with with everyone that you meet but it's just about giving yourselves more opportunities to meet those people that actually it's like oh God, I wish I'd, I wish I'd met this person sooner do you know what I mean like exactly I think yeah. of people that I bumped into in maybe like even towards the end of my third year and I just thought oh God, I wish I'd met, met this guy like two or three years ago or whatever it might be yeah um, go along to as many sessions as possible even if you think oh I'm not sure push yourself if you can to go because you'll you'll feel the benefit for it yeah definitely and you know we, we always talk about it when we talk about trying new things it's okay it's okay if things don't work out as well isn't it like yeah you know, completely you, you might try something and think actually do you know what this this isn't for me and that's that's fine but at least you've yeah. at least you've tried then you it. know yeah yeah absolutely um I'm, I'm i'm curious to um get kind of your perspective on this um because I, i'm kind of wondering how the last two years of kind of lots of remote studying lots more isolation um you know maybe struggling to find those connections a little bit more how how have you kind of found that in your own experiences or maybe how have you seen that kind of affect kind of your fellow students yeah I think it's definitely an interesting one obviously no one could predict what the last couple of years would have held but um I think it's just it's really tested everyone's relationships and the connections that we had and the ones that we could build over you know remotely online and things like everyone got to love a zoom quiz didn't we over lockdown um so you know i think especially at uea like clubs and societies really did their best to keep things going through lockdown and everyone did a fabulous job so the fact that things were still going on was great uh, but yeah it, it's different but i'd say people's relationships were tested but everything's got positives and negatives to it. If you've got through the other side with people, your connection's probably stronger with them. Um, but equally, if, if if you haven't, then that's okay. You don't have to be best friends with everyone. That's absolutely fine. Um, just, you know, having the right people around you is is where you're going to want to be ultimately. So, yeah. Yeah, no, nice. And I think 
um after i think about it for kind of the new students as well that have maybe you know had like their their college years or whatever it might be where that's been really kind of interrupted and they've spent a lot more time on their own or like you said kind of connecting online with people and that's great but I don't think it's really that substitute for for the real thing is it so I just think you know if you're if you're listening to this and thinking okay well, I'm coming to university I've had two years of not really kind of trying all these new things or being out and about and doing all the things that I want to do I, I don't know about you Evie but I just really encourage people to to throw themselves into as much as possible and like you said just try as much as possible and see see what kind of lands yeah 100% agree with you there I just say go along to as many sessions of things talk to talk to as many people as you can try and talk to again like people that you wouldn't necessarily talk to I think is a really good point to get across like I said at earlier echo chambers like sometimes we get used to like surrounding ourselves with people that we're comfortable with and actually putting yourself in a situation that you wouldn't not that you're uncomfortable with but that you wouldn't necessarily go to directly is a good thing to do because again you get a different point of view so yeah just talk to as many people as possible because you never know what might come of it so yeah I I love that point I really really love that point I think it's so important to 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 talk to to engage with to do stuff with with people that don't look like us or people who've got different backgrounds to us or like you say it just is so good for broadening our horizons isn't it um i think you know again particularly when we're we're moving somewhere new maybe yeah or we've got this opportunity to suddenly meet all these new people from all around the world um it, it's an amazing opportunity to do so mm-hmm. um we spoke a little bit about the society's fair um, earlier in the sports fair that obviously you guys were, were hosting during welcome week um, me and Rach popped along it was pretty intense it was pretty uh, <laughs> it was pretty busy it was pretty noisy it was pretty hectic I come away feeling very overstimulated um, but there were some really really fantastic conversations we had with the people that were going around um, it looked like some really amazing and fun opportunities to get involved with some stuff um, I guess if anyone kind of came away from that a little bit like me, maybe a little bit overwhelmed or maybe they've missed it or, you know, they've not um, they've not had a chance to kind of sign up for any societies or sports clubs. Uh, is it too late for them? Can they can they still get involved? What What would you kind of say to anyone in that situation? Yeah, first off, it's never too late to join a club or society of any kind. So if anyone's listening and they think, oh, yeah, I didn't get to go or, you know, it, I agree with you. It definitely was overstimulating. There's a lot of people. Um, it's a fabulous event, but it sometimes can be a bit It's a lot to take in. Um, but yeah, it's never too late. So if you want to pop along to a club or a society taster session, you're more than welcome to. I'm sure they wouldn't have a problem with that at all. Most clubs um, run a couple of taster sessions before they ask you to pay membership um, for the sports side of things and the societies are the same um, so you can pop along make sure that you you know you want to commit and that you really like everyone that you're spending your time with before you commit um, financially um, but if you say you want to join in December and it's not really technically the beginning of term anymore that's also fine it's never too late to join you can just turn up to something and say hey can I just give this a go for a couple couple of days and they will be like yeah that's fine um, or you can find them on Instagram Instagram or on the SU website there's a list of clubs and societies and you can email them or something um, but yeah it's never too late to join so I would urge anyone at any point in the year to to pop along to anything they they want to. Yeah amazing um, and I think sometimes that, that can be a bit scary can't it reaching out sometimes to people especially if you don't know anyone that's involved or you, 
you know, it's, it's different isn't it? maybe having a face to face conversation, but just dropping an email or, uh, or or a DM into the cold can be a bit scary sometimes. But I think, you know, in our experience of all the clubs and societies that we've spoken to, everyone's so friendly and welcoming and, and helpful that I think, you know, don't be intimidated, I guess, by that because everyone is really lovely. Yeah, they're all there to help. They're all at the end of the day, they want the best for you and they probably want you to join their club and society. So why would they not reply? So exactly. They they want you there. Don't <laughs> yeah. be afraid. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Um, I guess kind of my, my my final kind of question on this CV is um if maybe someone's listening to this and they're thinking, Oh, I don't know if I've got time maybe to kind of commit to I mean, particularly sports clubs can take up a lot of time sometimes. Maybe they think, I don't know if I've got time or the spare energy or whatever it might be to kind of commit to a society. Maybe there's that kind of financial concern. I think that's obviously a big worry for lots of us at the moment. If there's maybe some of those barriers that are stopping someone from joining a club or society, um, are there any kind of other ways? What other things would you maybe recommend people to get involved with around campus or uh, how else would you kind of recommend um connecting with the people around him yeah of course so um there's quite a, a lot of other ways on campus um that we offer th ways to connect with other people as well as like finding out more about campus in the city so a couple of those are the su run dsd do something different sessions which are like one-off sessions uh that sports and societies can put on themselves with help from the students union um they're things that you might not necessarily get to do otherwise and they're normally free or relatively low cost um, so you can find those again on the SU website um, and you can come along they're open to everyone so you don't have to be a member of anything you can just come once or some of them are more regular um, again those are really wide and random variety of things so there's bound to be something that everyone would love to do on there um, again UEA Sport offer um, Navigate Norfolk trips uh, as part of their active campus um, program so they run like trips to the beach trips to Thetford Forest which is a really fun thing to do you could like go with your flat and it gets you gets you to see a bit more of Norfolk as well which is really nice gets you out of Norwich um, for a first year as well which is really nice to see like out of the little bubble of UEA, which is really lovely. Um, and again, you can always just book yourself onto that um, and just meet other people or get chatting to UEA Sport. Um, all of their staff are really lovely as well. But aside from just some campus stuff, I'd say just talk to other people or venture into the city. There's so many things that Norwich as a city has to offer to students. Um, you know, there's like I mean, if you want to do exercise classes in the city as opposed to on campus, you can or there's like book groups and things in town or just have a wonder. Norwich is lovely and everyone's friendly and yeah I just just have a wonder and just chat to just get talking to people yeah. Yeah I, I mean you can't say more than that can you that's a great place to start <laughs> isn't it just just have a chat with the people around you put yourself out there and and you know you never know what you might find and that next thing or that next person or that next group that you think oh my god I love this and you know, it can lead to anywhere, can't it? Yeah, for sure. Amazing. Um, I'm, I'm going to ask you one more question. I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, I'm gonna, let's transport you back to your first year. You've just started university. What's the one thing that you're going to get involved in? Ooh, that I didn't do. 
Yeah, that you that... didn't do. That you didn't do. Okay. I think it might just be water polo again. But yeah, yeah. one, <laughs> I was say, one another thing plug that maybe you didn't polo. do. What's that thing that you're going to be like? Oh, I wish I'd done that, or that would be the first thing that I'd go to. I think I would join a society, and I, I, I wouldn't know which one to be honest with you because we have this year we've got 211, so too many to choose from off the top of my head. <laughs> but um, in actually first year, Evie probably would have picked the Pasta Society. The Pasta Society. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or I'm pretty sure we have we ha- used to have a garlic bread society, so oh, baby garlic God. bread, all food related. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we need to, to meet need a to, different group of people. We yeah. need to link up with the pasta society. That's what needs to happen. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> or cheese and wine, maybe. There's a theme running here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like having a conversation with Rach. It just always <laughs> spins back to food. No, amazing. Thanks, Evie. No problem. Um, okay, so before we before we finish, before we let you go, we always like to finish with something that we call well-being gone wrong. The final question that we ask our guests is to share a time when their well-being has gone wrong. Maybe a time when you've tried to do something positive for yourself, but it hasn't quite worked out uh, in the way that we wanted to. So, Evie, what's your well-being gone wrong? Okay, so this is slightly embarrassing story, but um, don't know if anyone's noticed, but Bake Off is back on the telly. So if you haven't started watching, you should, because it's a fabulous new series. Um so I, I start. I was like, oh, I'll I'll bake one day. I was feeling a bit down. I was like, you know what I'll make? Millionaire shortbread. Everyone loves millionaire shortbread. Started to make the caramel sauce. Uh, I have no idea what went wrong, but I had to throw the pan away because the caramel just, it just stuck to the pan. And I was like, oh, it's fine. I'll just be able to wash it. I don't know what it turned to concrete. So I lost a saucepan whilst making, and then I just had shortbread and chocolate. So I mean, I ate, I ate the leftovers, but yeah, it was it was an interesting experience, Rich. <laughs> a little bit of a culinary disaster. Yeah, I, I'm not a baker. <laughs> <laughs> what would you? What would you? What have you learned from that experience? Um, to research how to make caramel. <laughs> <laughs> Do the prep, do the prep. Yeah, or just, or just watch Bake Off with bought baked goods rather than trying to make them. (laughs) Live live vicariously through other people's baking talent. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, You won't see me on Bake Off anytime soon. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm absolutely with you there. Definitely much better at eating biscuits than making them. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, Evie, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been lovely to have a chat with you. It's been great to hear more about uh the sports clubs and societies and groups and everything going on around campus and hopefully those people listening are going to be encouraged to to get involved um where can where can we hear more from you where can we find out more from you if if anyone's interested yeah so um people can drop me a message on instagram it's um activities underscore ueasu for if you want to just drop me a question or say hello or anything or you can come into the office which is upstairs in the hive um or drop me an email if you want um but coming in in person is just much 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 more lovely but equally emails are also fun um but yeah thank you so much for having me rich this was really really lovely no you're very very welcome and thanks again uh if you want to know more about wellbeing support at uea we've put together a resource for all our new starters and returners called welcome to your wellbeing which will be linked in the description to this episode so check that out to see more about the wellbeing support that we offer 
This month, we're also going to be running our own Connect event in the exhibition space in the SU building. Um, you can drop in to connect with people. You can play some board games with your friends, meet some new people, help yourself to some free hot drinks and biscuits, most importantly. Um, and again, find out anything more about the wellbeing support that's available here at UEA. Um, there'll be members of us guys in the wellbeing training team, um, as well as some of our student volunteers as well. Um, and that'll be happening on Wednesday, the 19th and the 26th of October from 1 till 4 p.m. So, Evie, you'll have to come and join us for that as well if you're about. I'll be there. No worries at all. Love it. Um, you can also find more about student services by following us on social media. We're posting most days on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook with wellbeing tips, links to support available and information about events going on around UEA. Um, you can also check out our YouTube channel by searching for UEA Wellbeing, where you can find some bite-sized videos around connection as well as all our other monthly themes. Um, next month's episode is going to be on the theme of balance, but in the meantime, why not check out any of our past episodes as well? Finally, and most importantly, if you need support, um, if you're feeling lonely, if you're struggling with that start of the year, please remember that you do not need to manage alone. The student services team are here for you. Remember, no problem is too small. It's never too early to work on your wellbeing and it's never too late to ask for help. Thanks everyone for listening and thanks again, Evie, for joining us. We'll see you all soon. Thanks.